step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Bill Huber of Sports Illustrated joining us on the program. Hello, Bill. How are you? Oh, busy. How about you guys? Well, there's <laughs> all that breaking news that has sort of just happened with uh, no Jimmy G, no George Kittle. Um, so the Packers are going to get a 49ers team that um, – Actually, you know, they Nick Mullins is pretty good on in relief yesterday, but it's going to be a different matchup if, if indeed they play. And the Packers have their own news today with uh, with AJ Dillon. So, holy, where do we where do we begin without even talking about yesterday? Where do we begin? Well, um, yeah, I guess you start with the Packers. I mean, it is it is the home team, but it, they are. You know, Lafleur spoke optimistically that they're going to play on Thursday. You know, well, what else is he going to say? Right? You know, he's yeah, not going to right. He's not. He's not going to say anything else. And but it, it is, as all this stuff is, it is out of, it's out of everyone's hands. You know, all you can right. do is. I mean, he always talks about doing your one eleventh as far as the players go, but um, this is your one one hundredth, or you know whatever it is. If you include players and coaches and staff, you know, you do your one and two hundredth. That's all you can do. You yeah. you can't. You're not God. You're not a dictator. All you can do is control yourself and and. You know, I have no idea what AJ. I mean, every, I think everybody knows COVID. I mean, AJ Dillon could have been doing everything right and still gotten it. So there's, there's so much out of his hands, and all he can, all Lafleur can do is plan as if they're playing a game on Thursday. And if they don't, they don't. Can I can I get a clarification, Bill? I, I think you probably know this. Certainly, I don't. That's why I'm asking. Uh, if AJ Dillon tested, when did they get the positive test? Did they not get it before kickoff yesterday, or how does that p- part of it play? Correct. Um, so these point of um, these POC tests—it's some scientist term, which I'm not going to try to do. But it's—they're done the morning of the game, but teams don't get them back until maybe Sunday night. Lafleur said he learned Monday at well, six o'clock in the morning, Monday. So, you know, these um, there's there's no super duper quick turnaround um, on these. So, um, you know, and it was the same thing with Baltimore's Marlon Humphrey right. too. He played an entire game on Sunday only to find out this morning that he had had failed. So. Again, there's just everybody knew this was going to happen. I mean, yeah. Goodell flat out said that this is this is going to happen, and the best thing they can do is what they're doing now is let's keep everybody just in the meetings. So when when if someone does get it, that you're not infecting everybody else. So the the hope is everyone's been doing the right thing and having you know however many running backs are on the roster and running backs coach Ben Sermons and, and, the, and you know the the goal is to keep everyone separate enough. So. If one person gets it, then not everybody gets it. So that's obviously the million-dollar question now is um, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Ben Sermons, you know, the whole right. the whole running back group, are, are they all safe? LaFleur spoke confidently, but when I asked him about it earlier, but again, I mean, you don't, you, they, you won't know until you until you get to probably two or three days worth of negatives here. And by two or three days, now you're talking, you're on Wednesday already. Bill, let me take you into uh, kind of a view of what the first seven games have been. This is about the Packers' defense. These are numbers I'm certain that you're aware of. But the Packers' defense has forced four turnovers, two interceptions, two fumbles um, so far. The four forced turnovers is the second lowest number in the NFL. 
26.5 points per game allowed is 19th in the NFL. There are no answers other than getting healthier. Is the defense repairable? Can they put a Band-Aid with with how they play enough to make it possible that they are a significant contender as we roll forward? I would say... I mean, they, they, that they're this bad is, is mind-boggling. I mean, I just hit publish on a story before Lafleur started. They were ninth in the league in scoring last year. Does anybody know that? They yeah. were ninth in the NFL, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hear about anybody else's numbers. The only thing that matters is how many points are you giving up. The rest of it's all, you know, matters to some extent. But the end of the day, the scoreboard is what matters. They were ninth in the league. It's mostly the same groups. So there's really no reason why they can't get better, right? I mean, right. Um. I'm, and I need to ask, I don't know if we're going to talk to the, the coaches this week, because it is a short week. What I want to ask Patton is, why don't you just sell out to stop the run? Because you've got J.R. Alexander, you've got Kevin King, you've got pass rushers. Doesn't it work to your advantage if you tell the other team, we're not going to let you run the ball? The hell with playing balanced defense. We're just going to not let you run the ball, and we're going to take our chances with my corners and pass rushers against um, your receivers. That's Maybe that's the solution. I don't know. Um, LaFleur is really aggravated on Sunday. You could hear it yesterday in his post-game reactions. You could hear it. uh, And, you know, then you wonder, even when they do crowd the box, as they were late in the game, they did get a stop to get the ball back. But even in the second half, when they were were still getting beat, right? Well, the last three drafts, they have two first downs. Yeah. That's that's winning football if you can do that five or six times even, you know? But unfortunately for them, it took them into the fourth quarter for it to happen. But um, they they can do it. I, I don't. And I, people are wondering if it's scheme or personnel. I and mean, I'm sure it's some of the both. But part of me wonders too. If it, it just is there enough backbone in this group? You know, the Smiths yeah, have paid they... a lot of money to go rush the quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I just wonder if there's not the the mentality is just not there among those guys. And, and then you compound that with your. You'd be fourth round pick if it's tackle in Lowry, and you got an undrafted guy in Lancaster, and you're you're running you're inside line, wishing and hoping on Kirksey and, and Martin and these guys. So they're not good enough in the middle, and you and the guys who you're paying a lot of money to do, do they really want to go play run defense? Right. Yeah, the, the, those questions are they're all out there. I, I was trying to reconstruct how this defense has been built going back to 2017 when they passed on T.J. Watt and took Kevin King and Vince Beagle on the second pick they got. Um, and, and Josh Jones in the second round that year, he's out of the league. Montrevious Adams just hadn't been good enough. In 2018, you get Jair Alexander. That's good. But you, then you got Josh Jackson, who hasn't been good, and Oren Burks, who they keep thinking might be good, but he hasn't been. And in 2019, you get Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage. And I don't want to sell out on Rashawn Gary, but he was the 12th overall pick. And he's not impacted the game enough to warrant that number. And this year, the only defensive guy they took is Kamal Martin. So if I look back now now on four drafts, there's not enough influencers there, even though they've drafted 10 or 12 guys. It's unbelievable. The, the, last, the, the five drafts, and I, and I wrote this half hour ago, from 2015 to 2019, it's five drafts, 15 draft picks in the first three rounds, 13 on defense. Yeah. So, you, so you've invested, and then you've spent all the money on, on the Smiths and Amos, they have the – and I just wrote this, how am I forgetting? I think it is the fourth most expensive defense in football. These are the third or the fourth most expensive defense. Ooh. It's the third. And Denver is the most expensive, and they stink too. But, I mean, they got Von Miller and IR, so that's, that's at least they have an excuse. Sure. I mean, these guys, they, they have paid a king's ransom 
as far as cash and draft capital, to be sitting there with on pace to have the third most points against in franchise history. Uh, I also uh, I sent this out earlier, and I want to I want to get your reaction to this, and if you would agree or disagree. I said what I think I know about the Packers after seven games is that this offense is very good, maybe even great, that the defense is less than average, maybe even bad, and special teams is average. So Green Bay, in my mind, is a good team that's closer to being average than they are to being great. Am yeah, I wrong? that seems right. No, yeah. absolutely, and I think that shows when – it shows the Tampa Bay game, right? To go back a few weeks, um, these are NFC heavyweights, and you got pummeled. And it goes yeah. back to last year when you faced the 49ers twice and you got pummeled in both of those games. It is a, it is a good team um, that, that apparently is pretty well coached with the floor, um, getting what he can out of that offense. But when it comes down to playing the, the really good teams, I mean, look, yesterday, you know, I almost took the Vikings and I chickened out. It's, it's, the, Elvin <laughs> Cook yeah. Aaron, it's the Elvin Cook against Aaron Jones on a bad weather day. Why didn't I, why didn't I have to I talk about the backbone of the defense? Why didn't I have the backbone to pick the Vikings? It was right. Cook is. On a, on a bad weather day, I should have taken the team that can run the ball and play run defense. Well, I guess we and, but, have been but really, sure. And then, but to that point, and the question you want to ask is that if, if I mean, everybody kind of has that concept. You had the concept. If you're the Packers and Mike Patton and, and even the head coach, you say, I, I don't care. Let's just go single man in the secondary and go make Kirk Cousins beat you. Um, I will say they played more base defense than they have probably in two years yesterday. I mean, they they played their three four quite a bit, um, but I mean, it's, they got again. It's it's you you got to you got to yeah. be able to show some strength up front. And you look look they come out of halftime, presumably making all these adjustments to stop the run and, and Cook and instead Preston Smith gets blocked out and Montrevis Adams gets blocked in and Cook at thirty seven. Well, hello, <laughs> so yeah. much for that. Well, and then, uh, Bill, the final thought, uh, and we kept you a little longer than, than uh, normal, but the final thought here would be this. Tomorrow is the trade deadline. We had this conversation last week, and you said money just doesn't allow them to make a splash here. Can't go do it. Has that changed? Any, any change in that? Did yesterday necessitate something? What's your view? Um, you know, it, again, the money's tough. To me, there are a lot more receivers available than defensive guys. I'd go get a receiver. You know, Will Fuller was reported by the Athletic and a good scoop there. Will Fuller's on an expiring contract. So what if you could extend him and therefore make that make it work financially for the first couple of years and then pay for it down the road? Look, I don't think one person can fix this defense. So you might as well go out and score people. So that means if I can get another receiver to help me score 30 consistently – um, maybe your run defense isn't so bad anymore because the other teams just can't run it. So I would go get a receiver if I could and try to outscore people. All right. Can they win on Thursday? Yeah. Look at that. And that's what you just pulled me about. That's yeah, a right. yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, Bill, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, I know you're busy and, and always look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.